Welcome back to Arthur's Making a Podcast. In this episode, I will discuss the greatest year in film history. A lot of great sci-fi and fantasy films came out in the 80s, but one year, in my opinion, stands out for not just the amount of quality genre films, but also star-making films and films in general. It's arguably one of the greatest years in film history. That year, 1982. I was 11 years old for most of it, and thanks to paper route money, I was able to see most of them, some more times than any other films I've ever watched. A few 1981 movies still playing in theaters in 1982. Raiders of the Lost Ark, released June 12, 1981. Arthur, released July 17, 1981. I saw that at the drive-in with the parents. Chariots of Fire, September 25th, 1981. Oscar winner, I didn't watch at the time, but that theme by Vangelis is part of the AV psyche, at least in the United States. November 6th, 1981. Time Bandits, seen in the movie theater. I think with my dad, possibly alone. I want you to keep this in mind. My dad slept through most movies he and I went to see together in the theater. Thinking back on it, he probably went to many of the films before taking me, possibly even with his girlfriend. He was a very loud snorer. A lot of embarrassing movie-going experiences back then. Lots of nudging him to wake up, which was almost as annoying as my sister, who wouldn't fall asleep, but she was a nervous, waking, restless, leg syndrome, jackrabbit, leg pumper. Sorry, sis. The truth is finally out there. Ghost Story, December 16th, 1981. Never saw it in theaters. A fine HBO movie on heavy rotation back then. Shout out to Alice Krig. Future board queen. And allegedly still fully functional. Neighbors, December 18th, 1981. Drive-In. So it must have been the second film playing in the summer of 82. With Louie, one of my friends from my D&D group, who used to also make quote-unquote comedy tapes with me. Also, his older cousin took us. Not sure if she went with her boyfriend, but pretty sure there were one or two others with us. Maybe Louis' parents. Louis, if you remember, please let me know who was there and what the other movie was. Also, how you're doing these days. Interesting thing about Neighbors was I hated it the first time I saw it. But with each successive viewing, I liked it better and better. Some memorable movies from 1982, mostly in chronological order by release date. April 23rd, 1982, The Sword and the Sorcerer. Went to the old mall movie theater and at the end thought, this year is probably going to be the closest we get to a good Dungeons and Dragons movie for 10 or 20 more years. I better enjoy it while it lasts. Wizards of the Coast, I'm still waiting. April 27th, 1982, Koyaan If you've never heard of it, that's understandable. Koyaan is a Native American word that means life out of balance. It was more of an experimental film made to be seen on the big screen, which I never saw on the big screen. Stunning imagery with a score by Philip Glass, 
who composed something you probably have heard of called Tubular Bells for a little film called The Exorcist. May 14th, 1982. Conan the Barbarian. Seen at the drive-in with my parents. Do you want to live forever? Happy to say that I met Sandal Bergman about seven or eight years ago, and she was the sweetest. June 4th, 1982. Star Trek II. The Wrath of Khan. Saw it in a one-screen theater that was a porn theater either before or after it showed MPAA-rated movies. Eventually became a church. While I've been a part of some very lively audiences, mostly Star Wars films, I've never been to a movie before or since that had such a reaction to a movie as that first time seeing Wrath of Khan. There was cheering, laughing, crying, thunderous applause. June 4th, 1982. Poltergeist. Wow. That was a hell of a weekend for movies. June 11th, 1982. E.T. Drive-In. They played this awesome teaser trailer for The Dark Crystal that had a night sky and a mystic walking up to the top of the hill to look up. Pretty sure there was a falling star in there somewhere. It was a Jim Hansen movie. Of course there was. June 25th, 1982. John Carpenter's The Thing. Saw it at the drive-in with the parents. One of my all-time favorite horror movies. Back before it premiered, Leonard Nimoy hosted a show on Nickelodeon called Lights, Camera, Action. It would mostly show studio-produced behind-the-scenes segments on current or upcoming movies. Imagine Nickelodeon showing clips from The Thing and how they did the special effects. Damn, I had a good childhood. December 17th, 1982, Tootsie. Watch parts of it on HBO, mostly because Bill Murray was in it. Secondary, Daryl Hannah. July 9th, 1982, Tron. Tron had a favorite arcade game I used to mostly play at Crazy Eights, our local arcade slash pool hall. Not sure if they had it at Chuck E. Cheese, but they sure did have it at Crazy Eights. August 6th, 1982. Cheech and Chong's Things Are Tough All Over. Driving with the Dad. Maybe Mom, too. August 20th, 1982. Beastmaster. Oh, boy, did I love this movie. First time I'd ever seen a ferret. Probably like many at the time. Parents all over the country must have been so pissed at this film. But I loved it and kept going back to see it. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Creepshow. I think they also had a segment on this on Lights, Camera, Action. <laughs> How cool and fucked up is that? Some other 1982 movies eventually seen on HBO. Airplane 2, the sequel. Shatner Alert! Night Shift. Michael Keaton and Henry Winkler in a Ron Howard joint. Megaforce. Pretty sure I played the Atari 2600 game before I saw this. First Blood. Just give the guy a sandwich. 48 Hours, An Officer and a Gentleman, Gandhi, Sophie's Choice, Zapped, a Scott Bale Willie Ames classic. My Favorite Year, really liked the film, watched it many times. Peter O'Toole and the less funny cousin from Perfect Strangers, who appears in the new She-Hulk show, but that's for another episode. Diner, awesome movie. 
and you'll never think of popcorn at the movies the same way again. June 25th, 1982. Blade Runner. Now here's a 1982 Daryl Hannah performance. Such an amazing movie. Really Scott with a cast that was mostly still young and beautiful, especially Sean Young, before she went off the deep end and dressed up as Catwoman and stormed the Warner Brothers studios, hoping Tim Burton would hire her for the part. God love her. Sean Young had already been hired for the 1989 Batman movie, but she'd fallen off a horse a week before shooting started and was replaced by Kim Bassinger. But that's all in the future. On Golden Ponds, wide release, February 12, 1982. Never saw it, but I peeked into the theater after coming out of another movie. Don't remember the movie. Porky's. Annie. Pink Floyd The Wall. Modern Problems. Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid. Heine Maka Frau. July 2nd, 1982. The Secret of Nim. Saw it alone in the theaters. Quite the disturbing film for an animated kids movie. Still not as disturbing as Watership Down, released November 1st, 1978 in the United States. Played heavily on HBO, which is where I first saw it. Rest in peace, John Hurt. October 29th, 1982, National Lampoon's Class Reunion, Old Mall Movie Theater with Dad. November 12th, 1982, They Call Me Bruce, first seen on HBO and thoroughly enjoyed repeatedly. Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, October 22nd, 1982. Do you have the song in your head now? Silver Shamrock wants to know. Now we get to December 17th, 1982, the same day that Tootsie was released. Dustin Hoffman was farthest on my mind that day. December 17th, 1982. The Dark Crystal. There was a glorious time between The Dark Crystal's release in summer, possibly going into fall 1983, but doubtful, where both The Dark Crystal and The Beastmaster were playing in theaters. Anytime I'd meet someone around my age that it was a friend or I thought I'd like to be friends with, I'd ask them, Have you seen The Beastmaster? If they said yes, I'd say, Have you seen The Dark Crystal? If they answered no to either question, I'd excitedly shout, Let's go! <laughs> oh boy, was I a nerd. Uh, okay, Mazes and Monsters, TV movie, but still relevant. December 24th, 1982. Fucking Christmas Eve, they released Mazes and Monsters. A quite young Tom Hanks joins a thinly veiled Dungeons and Dragons type role playing group, has emotional problems, takes it way too seriously, has a psychotic break, breaks up with his girlfriend because he believes he's his cleric character who's taken a vow of celibacy, stabs a man in the sewers of New York City, and tries to jump off one of the Twin Towers. Did I mention the Satanic Panic was big back then? <sighs> Thank goodness Tom gained fame for his role in Bosom Buddies instead of this. And now, to finish this podcast segment, some shitty movies from 1982 include Grease 2. Thanks again for joining me on this uh, segment of Arthur's Making a Podcast. Please feel free to... Find me on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, leave a little message so I know that you're not a bot. Um, and uh, leave some comments. 
wherever you can find a comment section. Thank you very much, and see you real soon. Bye. June 25th, 1982. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me.